kind enough to pencil us into his calendar this morning. Appreciate the time. We were talking business a moment ago. It's Steve Millard. He's the president and CEO of the Greater Akron Chamber. And we've been joining Steve uh, from time to time on the show, especially during the pandemic, to see how our local businesses are faring coming out of 21 and into 22. And Steve, let's start right there. Talk to us about our local businesses and how they are doing and how they fared in 21 with the pandemic still here. Well, good morning, Ray, and Happy New Year to you. Um, I, I think, you know, we're just coming out of uh, finalizing some research that we did in the fourth quarter of last year. We sort of look each quarter how our businesses are doing. And what we're sort of seeing from our businesses, for most of them, they're not back to pre-pandemic activity, but, but getting there. Um, we do have some that have done better than others. It's been a very interesting mix of companies doing much better than they thought, companies uh, not doing uh, well at all. So you can't make, you know, broad general statements about it. But we've seen businesses like in 2021, folks ended up better than they, they thought because some of their expenses were lower. They had made adjustments during the pandemic, but weren't able to sort of hire back the people that they wanted to so far, or have had been some difficulty getting operations back to the levels that they were before. Um, they basically, I think as we look forward in 2022, we see businesses being more optimistic than they were um, this time last year. I think as we look at the next quarter, uh, many of our businesses are expecting to see revenue increases and sales increases. In the last quarter, about 50% or so saw somewhat or larger revenue increases. So the recovery is moving along. We're not quite back to where we want to be, but folks are fairly optimistic for 22 and, and more so for their own businesses. It's interesting. They're, they're about 60, 70% optimistic about their own businesses and growth, about 40 or 50% optimistic about Ohio's growth and maybe 40% about the nation's growth. So the, the further you get from your own operations, the less optimistic you are about what, what you think is going to happen. Steve, there are so many branches in regards to this story we're talking about this morning. A couple of them are the supply chain and certainly getting the workers back to work. Those are major obstacles for Akron businesses. Look at those two stories for me. Yeah, and those are the biggest pain points, uh, uh, number one and number two, for folks in our survey. So about 30% say finding and hiring people is their biggest concern. But of those who are trying to hire, 70% are having a lot of difficulty, right? So I think we had about 60% of our employers said they were trying to actively find people. Uh, and this isn't just one job or two jobs, it's multiple jobs. And in 70% of the cases, they're having a really hard time doing it. It's probably our single biggest issue that we're trying to focus our, our partners on. Uh, we're doing a lot of work right now. We've talked about for some of the employer research, which has just come back, and some job seeker research to see what's going on. But mostly what employers are trying to do is react with three things, uh, wages, flexibility, um, and actually broadening the, the requirements so that they are being a little bit less picky about who they're bringing on board because they're just trying to get people in the door to help support their work. On the supply chain side, um, as you've heard in, in other places, I mean, if it's got a chip in it, if it's coming from overseas, or even in some cases, if it's coming from the so domestic production that have been hit by these natural disasters we've seen a lot more of in the last year, they're having trouble getting stuff in. So, you know, as you're planning on making purchases, whether you're a consumer or a business in the next quarter or two, expect higher prices, expect longer delays. 
Um, it's just uh, you just can't get stuff in the door, especially if it has to come across an ocean, either a key component or the product itself. Steve Millard is with us. He is the president CEO of the Greater Akron Chamber. And when we talk about small businesses, and Steve, I know you deal with major businesses in the Akron area all the way down to the smaller businesses. When we talk about getting workers and getting them in the door and having to increase the wages, that, again, is a compromise, a tough one for those small businesses. And I've talked to some owners that are saying, gosh, I'm now having to pay bank, bank, bank. That means I can't have as many workers, which is really putting stress overall on the business. Is that a big story or not, Steve? Yeah, I think um, wage inflation is real, right? Um, a lot of our employers have seen they've got to pay more where, where they may have been paying, you know, some paying $12, $13 an hour before the pandemic. Those numbers are now $15, $16 an hour, and that has real impact. They, they're having supply chain issues we talked about before. Um, they don't have the ability to really raise their prices in a significant way to customers, so it's really crunching on their margins. And so especially, you know, I think some of the hardest-hit folks have been the hospitality industry, restaurant, food, and beverage in inner cities because, you know, employers aren't all back to their downtown locations and stuff at this point. So if you're out in a bedroom community, we've seen activity from consumers pick up in a lot of that spaces, or a lot of those companies are able to innovate with delivery and, and other kinds of things. But if you're downtown relying on those, those business people coming downtown every day and they're not fully back, um, businesses, in, especially in downtown Akron, have been struggling. Uh, and so, you know, that's, that's a place that we're really trying to help. Uh, on the workforce side for small businesses, it's just getting folks to show up. And when you have a small business and you've got, you know, five, six, seven employees, something like that, one or two go down with being sick, uh, you're in, in a lot of trouble. There's no way to recover. So it means you got to shut down or you got to slow down your service to your customers. And so uh, it is a real issue, Ray, that we're really struggling with right now. Yeah, I, I talked to one local business, and, and literally it, it's one of those phone carrier stops and they have five workers. They hired two, and the first couple of days of work, the new people that they brought on didn't show up, and they never heard from them again. So like Steve is saying, yep. when you got a small workforce and you have five and all of a sudden you're down to three, it means maybe you might need to lock up your doors some hours again. So that's what they're all going through with the businesses. Steve, let's talk on the positive side because you mentioned there are some success stories where some businesses have made the pivot. They've gone to creativity in regards to their business and they've made it work, which might even open up more doors for them going down the road in the future. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, for, let's take like things like digital capabilities, right? They've increased for lots of small businesses. Twenty-five percent are now doing contactless payment and social media selling. Uh, that's up maybe fifteen percent from pre-pandemic. And then twenty percent are looking at a hundred percent, you know, email commerce models. And and so so those numbers have changed. I think that's been one of the biggest changes is the capabilities that small, mid-sized businesses have invested in or have had to adapt to. It hasn't been fun for a lot of them but it's, it's changed a little bit. I think we're seeing about half of our businesses are running at about the same capacity as before COVID, as I said earlier, and a third are actually doing above pre-pandemic levels right now. So that's, that's not bad. And 90% of our mid-sized companies in the region, they see growth as likely in 2022. Uh, I think we're going to see uh, more credit and financing as we look into the next year. There's been a lot of money on the sidelines, right, as, as people have adjusted. And so I think you're going to start to see more of that investment happen. And our banks and our lending institutions are ready to go with that. I mean, they are, they are making it easier for uh, businesses to get credit. 
so, so those are those are positive things. I think we also think about 56% of our our, our uh, companies have told us that they had revenue increases in Q4 of 2021, and 60% expect to see those in 2022. So, so not a terrible story. Um, all the way around, I think there's there's good optimism and good capacity for the future here. Steve, the financial sector, you touched on it there. That was on my list when we talk about the lending institutions, the banking industry. Talk about where they are, because certainly they're a critical part in keeping business doors open. But on the same side, they at their places, their branches and such, have to keep their doors open. So talk about where they are in the lending and banking sector. Yeah, I think the financial sector has been really interesting to watch, especially lending and banking. First of all, they've been super adaptable, right? I mean, they uh, a lot of their jobs don't require them to be in a physical location. And so a lot of them are still working, or a lot of their workers are working remotely, um, but they have been very available to their customers. But think about what they went through. When we saw the crisis happen and the PPP program came out to provide those payment uh, pro- payroll protection loans, the financial industry was hit immediately with having to get into that, and these folks lent at levels that were 10 times their normal lending level as they were administering these loans. So I think they've had to accelerate their response, and they've done a tremendous job. I, I can't say enough about what our banking community has done to really support small and mid-sized businesses. That doesn't mean every small and mid-sized business was happy with what happened through that process, but I do think that their response was enormous. And I think they are. Uh, they have not. They have not had a lull from the very start of this thing. That the work there has just changed. I think now they're trying to get out and talk to their customers about. You know what? It's okay to take a little bit of risk. It's okay to invest a little bit. Um, you, you're doing. You're doing. You know. They're helping them look at their financials and encouraging them to continue to focus on trying to grow their businesses back. So. Uh, They play a key role here, and um, I'm grateful for a lot of the bankers in our community who are very focused on helping our small businesses. Hey, Steve, before I let you go, let's talk about the 2022 annual meeting. I know it's coming up in March, but people should reserve their tables. I know sponsorships available, and this is always a big day when you talk about getting Akron's business leaders together at the John S. Knight Center. Yeah, we're looking forward to getting back together with a large number of our closest friends and supporters uh, you know, typically we'd have eight, nine hundred people at this meeting. We'll see what happens with with the COVID, et cetera. But March twenty third, uh, we're queued up for that. Uh, you know, we're crossing our fingers and and hoping that we can go forward with it in the same way we typically have. We have a, lot, a great story to tell about what's been going on. Uh, the organization has just kind of revised some of our work and some of our focus, and and we've got a lot of neat opportunities ahead with things like our polymer cluster. Uh, in the region and and workforce opportunities and the one, things we want to do with the city on downtown. So I think 2022 is going to be a great year for Greater Akron and specifically for some of the initiatives in the business community that we got queued up. And a special award, what, that night going out to what, our good friend Eileen yep. Shapiro, right? Yeah, County Executive Eileen Shapiro is uh, receiving the Peterburg uh, mm-hmm. Economic Development Leadership Award, uh, and she has been a, a tremendous leader for our community over a long period of time, not just in her role currently, but in other elected roles and as a private sector leader. Uh, but she's made such a big difference, and the way her and her team have prioritized recovery in our community has been significant. So she's being recognized by the business community uh, for her leadership in economic development, and we're looking forward to uh, to being able to do that with her in person. Hey, Steve, one final note, because I talked to Eileen, I talked to Akron Mayor Dan Horgan about this. I wanted to get your perspective on it. Chapel Hill Mall property being transformed into a business sector that is. From the Chamber of Commerce's perspective, how do you look at that property going forward? 
You know, I mean, I think economic development is constantly about reevaluating how you use your assets. And I think that's an asset that, you know, shopping in the mall um, was not no, no longer viable. But I think the, the changes that they're making there, the ability to create a different sort of use is what we're going to have to do across a lot of our assets in Gray Rackrin. So we're excited about uh, the opportunity out there. They're starting to begin to announce some of the, the companies and the businesses that will be there, and, and those investments are critical. We're, we're lucky to have developers that will take those kinds of risks in our community mm-hmm. um, to see what we can do. So I'm not only there, but we'll see other, other large assets around the community that reuse starting to happen, and that's, that's just the way this goes.